Hey there, and welcome back to On Your Terms. I'm so excited to be chatting with you this week. I am sharing a juicy one this week, a juicy story that I don't think I've ever sat down and just told you like straight out the whole story of what's happened. I've shared briefly like little pieces here and there of things that have happened when I got my entire website stolen by another attorney a couple of years ago. It was a huge shock. I don't feel like you'll even believe what I'm about to tell you. I I feel like that's most people's reaction, so it'll probably be yours. Um, But it is a super wild story. So I'm really excited to just be talking with you today, not just to share my story, but to share with you a little bit about, you know, how these things kind of play out in reality. Like, what would you actually do? What are some of the steps that I took? Um, How does this help you at all, right, to know that this happened to somebody like me? Um, I'm just hoping that you can take something away from today's episode and realizing, first of all, that you could get through it, but also knowing, you know, what you can do about it. So I'm, I'm really excited to get into it. I'm also excited because today, when you listen to this episode, it's my seventh wedding anniversary. May 16th is my uh, seventh wedding anniversary with Ryan. Um, I can't believe it's been seven years. It's really crazy. Um, we had the most fun wedding. We we had like a really low-key wedding. Um, I felt like it was very us. And we like had it at this pizza wine bar um, right outside of Philly, where I'm from. That um, was like, you know, it's like a cool pizza wine bar. Like, you know, it's not like your typical pizza joint, but it was it was nice. And it was just like really chill. And so I decided to kind of, I don't know, I kind of wanted to have this like feel of like a cocktail party. So we didn't do any sort of like formal seating. We didn't tell people like where to sit. Um, we had like open food the whole time. Like I didn't want to tell people like sit down now and eat this meal, you know? Um, and it was just great. And I just remember like looking around the room. Um, if you don't mind me reminiscing for a moment, I just remember like looking around the room and seeing like, you know, my friends from law school talking to like my cousins and like Ryan's family from Wisconsin talking to people I worked with at the firm at the time. So it was just like that moment where you kind of see all these different parts of your life and your partner life like meshing, you know, and it was, I just remember it being like the coolest feeling. Um, And yeah, and we also went to Thailand the next day for like three weeks. And it was really, really amazing because I always wanted to go to Thailand. And I really wanted to go and um, volunteer on like an elephant nature reserve, which is what we did. If any of you ever go to Thailand, you have to go in Chiang Mai, you have to go to the elephant nature park. It is a once in a lifetime experience. You can volunteer there. You can spend just the day there. You can go live there. It's so cool. Highly recommend. So I'm recording this on a Friday and um, I hope you don't mind, but we're having coffee today together today. So maybe you're sitting having coffee. Maybe you're out on a walk. I hope you're having a nice day so far. Um, it's a Friday for me and my dad's actually coming up to New York um, to visit us for the weekend. So my dad is, is sick. He's had leukemia for the last couple of years and he's not doing so great. And so, you know, I'm just trying to spend a lot of time with him. And it's also like a really weird situation because he's not, because he's not doing well, we can't really like go anywhere or I'm very scared of him like falling. He's, he's very um, like fragile these days and he's having a hard time getting around. So, uh, and besides, you know, being exposed to everything, considering he's so immunocompromised. So, um, it's, it's simultaneously very stressful, but also, um, you know, it's like really sweet to spend time together. So I, I foresee a lot of like laying on the couch, watching movies, 
playing with Hudson. He loves Hudson possibly as much as I do, if that's even possible. And um, hopefully taking him out to get ice cream or something. So that's that. That's what we're doing. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Um, I always share with you every single week here on On Your Terms, I share a review of the week. And this week, I want to give a shout out to Samantha Burmeister for leaving a review of On Your Terms on Apple Podcasts. She said, this is perfect for the next level entrepreneur. This podcast has been a godsend for me as I seek resources that are for someone that's already established in their business. It's beyond entry-level info, but not too over my head. As Goldilocks said, this podcast is just right. <laughs> well, I love that, Samantha, and I so appreciate you leaving a review of On Your Terms. If you leave a review of On Your Terms on Apple Podcasts, then you can get a shout out in a future episode. And each month I pick one of the reviewers to win a $20 Starbucks gift card. So go ahead over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, um, and hopefully you'll get a shout out on a future episode. And before we get into the behind the scenes of what happened when my site got stolen, if you think that a a uh, friend of yours would benefit from this podcast in general, this episode, go ahead, shoot them a, it as a text real quick. It only takes a sec. Letting them know about On Your Terms is so helpful to helping spread the word, to helping other people legally protect their businesses and build these legitimate, sustainable businesses that I'm here to help you build. So with that, let's talk theft, right? In our space, it seems like theft is really prevalent. And I don't know, you know, if it was always this bad and it's, um, you know, just that people are talking about it more or that it's happening more often. But I would say that, you know, it's happening more often in my, in my just observation. There's no scientific study by any means, but like, in my opinion, I feel like it's happening more often because we have so many people entering the space, right? So especially within the last two years, like from the pandemic and everything and people leaving their jobs, losing their jobs, we've just seen a huge influx of people trying to start online businesses, right? And a lot of people are trying to start online businesses as a means to leave their jobs. And I think that what that's leading to is a little bit of like skipping the line, right? So people are kind of desperate to be like, oh, okay, I want to start this online business. I see this person is already really successful at doing it. So I'm just going to like take her content or design my program exactly the same way or design my products the same way. And I'll just skip ahead, right? I think people really do see it as a shortcut. Like, I don't think that people are out to screw you when necessarily when they take their stuff. I think like most things in life, people are thinking about themselves and how this would benefit them. And so I think that what I see from my perspective and like all the people who reach out to me all the time when this happens to them, it's like always the same scenario. It's always somebody, I call it the I'll have what she's having approach. And it's like, oh, she seems successful and I just want to be like her. So therefore I'll just take this and then I'll be successful. But it's all done with the goal of this other person being successful, right? They're not just like out to screw you over. So for some reason, it always kind of helps me to step back and remember that, that like this person's just, it's not making it right or anything like this. I'm just thinking about like, it's not necessarily personal so much as it is selfish, <laughs> but it's not personal to you. You can really take like two steps to protect your content, right? There, are, Or you can take certain steps to protect your content. But there are two problems that always come up. For one, certain steps allow you to seek certain retribution, right? So failure to take any of those steps leaves you without options, right? So if you decide to protect your content in one way, you might not have any sort of actual retribution to like enforce against them 
other than sending off like nasty letters or something on your own, which is totally fine. Um, other options that we'll talk about over the next couple of weeks are more like give you a much better position, actually give you something to do about it. And they would allow you to take really solid legal action against somebody taking your content. The second is that even with some of these um, protections in place, like whether you register your content, you don't register your content, all that kind of stuff, people still try to steal and people still do steal, right? So we just have to know what to do about it. I feel like this isn't very different than anything else I teach you when it comes to legally protecting your business. When I'm like, you know, you've got to form your business and get contracts and get business insurance. That doesn't mean that people can't sue you. It just means that you've put yourself in the absolute best possible scenario that you can um, to protect yourself. There would be nothing else left that you could do, and it won't affect you personally, right? That's what I always teach you about, like, building the foundation of, of your business. It's very much the same here where it's like if you don't if you don't take certain steps to protect your content, um, there's not going to be much you can do about it. But even if you do take those steps, people can still steal it. It's just about putting yourself in the best position to respond to it. I just think it's really helpful to be like honest about what the actual goal here is, you know. All right. So that time I got my whole website stolen by another attorney. So here, let me set the picture for you. Let me get my coffee. <laughs> I need something more than coffee, I think. Mm. Okay. So I was sitting at WeWork. I was probably drinking coffee. Um, and I was sitting at this really cool new WeWork in Philly at the time. Uh, this was right before the pandemic. And so WeWork was still, still open, still a thing I could go do like multiple times a week. And I was still living in Philly. And I was sitting in one of those super cool like booths that they have at WeWork that you can like spread all your stuff out and like, you know, take over and have your little office there for the day. And I was actually on a call with a contractor, Melissa, um, who was doing some SEO work for me at the time and has done SEO work for me over the years. And um, just sidebar that, you know, I've talked about here a lot on the podcast that like my whole business is built on this like evergreen SEO driven, you know, content strategy. So I'm always like working on blog posts that are for the long term, YouTube videos for the long term, podcasts for the long term, all that kind of stuff. So I tend to hire these people every once in a while and do some digging. So we were on this call and we were talking, you know, when you work with somebody with SEO, they talk to you about all kinds of stuff like phrases that people search for when and then that's what leads them to find you because then you can like double down on those phrases more or um you know certain topics that are are hot in your niche that you're not talking about that you could so you could drive additional traffic but they also will tell you what traffic sources are driving because one of the things that helps you like I'm not an SEO person so if you're like listening to this then you're probably like she doesn't know what she's talking about but in general I just know that the more uh like pingbacks you know like the more links that, that are on to you on other people's websites it can like boost you and in, in Google's eyes right so she was telling me about you know certain people that like coaches or programs places I've given talks you know all this kind of stuff that's built up over the years I've, I've written a lot of like guest post articles for websites I've been featured in articles. So she's telling me about where this traffic is coming from and, and you know, what we can do to, like, improve that and, and get more of it and all this kind of stuff. And then she told me that, you know, there tends to be, like, when you look at traffic for your website, there tends to be, like, a bulk of them that will be pretty, like, big and significant, you know. Um, and then there'll be, like, a whole bunch that are, like, two, 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 one, 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 right? You know, like, lots of little ones. So after we were looking at kind of the bulk of, like, where the big ones were coming from, 
I think one of the first, uh, you know, ones that wasn't, it wasn't like a one or a two per month, but it was like higher than, than that and less than the bulk was this person's website. And the name of their website actually made it sound like they were a business coach. So when I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. And so what I've always done in the past is that like, when I see that somebody is referring me a lot of traffic or I see that there are a lot of click-throughs from their course, you know, because sometimes people will mention my legal products in their um, like course resources, I'll always reach out and thank them, right? It's what you should do. So that's honestly what I thought about this. I was just like, oh, cool. Let me know like what her website is because I'm actually just going to reach out and say, hey, it seems like you're, you know, been referring some people to me. I really appreciate it. Um, do you want me to write a guest post? Do you want me to do a training? You know, that this is really how I was building my business at that time. And I just typed in the URL because I was curious. I honestly thought she was a business coach. And I can't even describe to you what it felt like to see. It, it was like uh, I must have typed in the wrong URL um, because this is my website. As soon as I typed it in, it was literally a carbon copy of my website with her face on it. I started like frantically scrolling through and like, no, 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 this can't be right, right? This can't be, this can't, I must have missed something. Like, I must be confused. I don't understand. Like, did I, I mean, I'm like the queen of buying domains. So I was like, did I buy this domain? <laughs> like, not remember it, but who's this woman? And my brain was like ping-ponging all over the place to try to figure it out. And honestly, like as it set in, it was like this, like, no, 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 no. Like it was this terrible, terrible feeling. It was pretty quickly that I realized like she had clearly stolen the whole thing. But the more that I clicked around, I was just like, wait, so did, did she just like copy my design? Oh, no, wait, that's that's my copy. Um, you know, and then it was like literally everything was the same everywhere. There was like a box or a check mark or a a button. And then the text was all identical. There wasn't a word changed of it. It was really funny because then that prompted me to just start clicking around and like scrolling down all this kind of stuff. And as I scrolled through, because I think I, I initially saw her homepage and then my heart sunk and I went to the blog and it was all of my blog posts. And I was just like, I cannot believe this, right? This however many years, three, four years of blog posts that I had spent so much time, so much energy, so much money on developing um, that were the backbone of my business, right? Like that's what was driving all this traffic. That's why I was in an SEO meeting. Um, and then I clicked over to the products page and I was like, just let it not be like, at least don't be such an idiot that you took all of my products. It was all of my products, all of it, all the products, all the product descriptions, the photos, everything. And then I saw, for some reason, this is like always the thing that like sticks out to me, but I saw all of my client testimonials. So I have like client testimonial sliders across the site. I have like them listed out on a testimonials page, like client love page, all this kind of stuff. And for some reason, that's like what really, I just remember really sticking out to me at the time because she took my name. Anytime the person said Sam, um, she just swapped out Sam for her name. And so that showed to me that there was some intent there. And that is like what really made my heart sink at the time, because I was like, this person straight up stole from me. Like they stole this on purpose and knew what they were doing. Like, I didn't even know what scenario there could be that they could have done this by accident or that. I don't know. I was like, maybe they hired a web designer and like the web designer took it from, me. you know, it's like you just never know. But then when I saw that, I was like, no, they did this on purpose. That <laughs> beep, beep, beep. And there was a lot of cursing. Um, 
I was devastated. I'm actually surprised I can get through talking about this at this point, but I was really, really upset. And if this has ever happened to you, I think it feels very violating. It feels like somebody came into your house and stole something, right? Like your website, especially, or like any of your content, your courses, it's like you're a digital home and somebody literally just came in and took it. And I remember that at the at the moment, the idea that somebody thought, like just like what I was talking about at the beginning, that somebody just thought like, oh, I like that. I think I'm just going to have it, right? I'll have what she's having. She seems like she's doing okay. So I'm just going to shortcut this process by taking it. And I clicked over to her Instagram and everything, and I saw that she had just started. Of course, all her Instagram posts were all modeled off of mine as well. It was only, you know, I think she was only maybe a few weeks, um, maybe a couple of months, but like the posts, the actual like legal posts had only started within the last couple of weeks. And they were all like model off mine. The titles were the same. It was like all the same crap. So she was she was also like looking at my social media stuff. Um, and I was just furious. I was furious. So there were a couple of things that I did. The first was that I got in touch with my web designer immediately, my web designer and developer to say, how did this happen? Because clearly they took something that I didn't understand um, from like a tech perspective because it was a carbon copy of my website. So I was like, unless you went over and like gave this to them, I don't understand how they got it. She did some digging and she found out that they took the source code from my website. So they actually hired somebody in India who was skilled technician and who went in there and took it all, all the stuff behind my website. Essentially the source code is like, it's like a DNA copy essentially of your website. So it's like literally every, it will take copy, it will take products, it will take things that are uploaded, it will take pictures, it will take everything. The whole the whole structure of your site, you know, the theme, um, it took everything. And so it was immediately like this, okay, well, I contacted her. I was like, okay, well, you find out what happened. And then she found out really quickly. And then she was, and I'm like, okay, now lock it down. Like figure out what you have to do to make sure that this never happens again. Because I kind of, saw it as like stopping the bleeding. And I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I wasn't sure if this was part of something larger. You know, your mind starts to go to a crazy place where I'm like, are other people doing this to me? So I wanted her to lock it down. Um, the second thing I did was that I found uh, this person's contact information. Um, and, you know, I did so by looking at her website. She was smart enough, dumb enough, I don't know, to um, put her actual contact information on the website that she stole from me. So I had a way to get in touch with her. I have a, a cease and desist letter template that I give to customers and also that I'll have coming out for you very soon. Um, but I have a cease and desist letter template that I keep, you know, uh, one from, from my own company, like on my Google Drive. And I just quickly filled that out um, with a cease and desist letter. You just like very specific about what was taken, um, the fact that you own it, that you didn't give any permission, that permission was never sought. It's being used in an unauthorized way. And then you demand that they take it down and you give very specifics like it's taken down today by 5 p.m. Eastern, you know, and then what's the penalty if they don't. So I shot that off to her by email and she wrote me back very quickly this kind of like snarky email about like how she didn't see what the big deal was um, because I seemed successful and um, that she didn't realize that taking somebody's website was copyright protected, which I think at that point my I started to like like porky pigging it because I was just like, what? Like, you're a lawyer? Are you serious? Are we like really having this conversation? Sometimes I find 
things in life like so frustrating that I like I like combust. I like I like don't even know what to say. Um, and that's kind of how I felt. And so I was like, I don't even remember what her name was at this point. <laughs> I was like, let's call her uh, Emily. I was like, Emily, um, let's get on the phone like now. If you don't call, like, here's my number. And if you don't call me within the next half hour, I'm just going to move forward with this because I just was like, I'm not going to go back and forth with you on an email um, to explain to another lawyer how this is illegal. So in the meantime, by the way, I called my friend Simi. I freaked the heck out. I was crying. You know, I was just so upset. I was out. I was like outraged. I was sad. I was like all of these things. But then finally, this person, Emily, called me and we got on the phone and she was clearly very embarrassed by that point, I would say. Um, she was embarrassed that she got caught. She was embarrassed that she didn't know. Um, and she was like very ashamed. What was very interesting about our conversation, I was actually very nice to her. I'm very proud to report. Being from Philadelphia, I give myself a gold star for keeping it together. I don't believe I used any expletives in the entire conversation. Um, and I kept it together and I was like, it was just very matter of fact, you know, and that's, that's what also what I would tell you about this. Like if you ever are communicating with a copycat in some way, which some people end up doing, um, it's a very emotional process, but it's very important for this part legally to just keep the, like, it wasn't about emotion, right? I could talk to my friends or colleagues or whoever about the, like, being so pissed off and being like feeling so wronged and violated. I needed to talk to her about logistics. Like, how did you get this? You need to tell me everything, right? And be honest with me. Otherwise, I'm going to find out eventually and then I can do something about it. But if you tell me now, then you're going to save me the time and energy, which you owe me, right? To figure out how you did this. So she told me and it was all about the source code thing and hiring somebody. That's how I found all of that out. And then, um, I asked her, like, how much else do you have of it, right? We talked through, like, kind of destroying my stuff and what that would look like and what I would be comfortable with and what assurances I would need. Um, and I also wanted her to take down the site immediately. She didn't want to do that because she said that she was going to hire a website designer to create something custom for her, and it was going to take her a couple of weeks to finish it. I said, I don't really give up. Maybe that is when I used a <laughs> expletive, to be honest. Um, I was like, I don't really care how long it takes. If it takes six months or six hours, this website is coming down now. And so we came up with a time. I think it was by that evening because then the person who she had worked with uh, in India would be up, you know, and would be available for contact. So I think it was like by 10 p.m. that night. Um it was taken down. It just had to go to a page that said like coming soon or, you know, something like that, whatever she wanted to do. I didn't really care. It just couldn't be my website anymore. And that's what she did. That was it. Now, another important piece of all of this that I feel like people forget is that whenever somebody tells you something verbally or even in like a DM, uh, email, whatever, I don't really care. You want to follow up with a more formal thing in writing right? So lawyers call this memorializing. So like you always, and you should take this tip for anything you do in your life, right? When I'm dealing with like a contractor, somebody for the city, you know, I don't, anybody who does work in our house, like any of this kind of stuff, I like send a letter or like AT&T, Verizon, whoever you have to talk to. If somebody tells you something on the phone, you can send them a letter or an email if you have to saying, this letter is to memorialize our discussion on like whatever day it was at whatever time it was by whatever 
method it was, like by phone, by text, by whatever, um, in which you agreed to remove your website at X time, by X time, you uh, admitted to having somebody you know, hiring somebody in India to steal the source code of my website with the intent of putting it up as your own, um, using my intellectual property as your own without um, authorization, without my permission. You know, you recognize that you've done this and it's a mutual agreement between the two of us. You've agreed to like remove all this stuff and we will be monitoring your stuff moving forward because that's the other thing. I struck the fear of God in her, which was true. I mean, it was true. And this is what we have done ever since then is that we monitor her. Right. We monitor her. We monitor a bunch of other people who copy off me all the time, too. And there are a lot of people who just like mimic me all the time. Like they try to make their programs like mine. They make their products like mine. They name their web webinar like mine. We follow them. Right. So we have people who monitor their stuff and we have an attorney. I have an attorney now for the for the company um, because I don't want to do the stuff myself anymore. And it's too much. Too, it happens too often. So we just have a method in place. We have an SOP in the business. People on the team monitor these people. Customers report to us all the time about other legal people that are copying off of us. It's hilarious. So when you build a very dedicated group or community of people, they will actually start telling you. Because a lot of people were asking me, like, how how am I supposed to find out? How do I know? Well, honestly, sometimes people will start telling you, which is really interesting. Sometimes the person will be dumb enough to tag you in something. Or like this person did with my website, she left the links to some of the links she forgot to change. So it was driving traffic to my website. It was driving traffic to my Facebook group, right? So sometimes you get lucky. There are monitoring services that you can set up for things once you've registered them, like trademarks and things like that. You can try to do that. Um, I think that there are some services that, that can search the internet for like your blog posts and things like that. Um, you know, I'll leave it to you to try to find some of those. I don't go down those paths. I can't, I wouldn't be able to run my business if I did. Um, but the bigger things, the people who are mimicking me, people who are copying me, we're following them. We have an SOP in place for the steps that we take. We screenshot stuff, we save stuff, and then I send it off to the lawyer or the team sends it to the lawyer when it gets bad enough. You know, that's kind of what I would recommend. And you can do the same. It doesn't matter how big your business is. If somebody legitimately steals from you, you don't need to handle it yourself. You can send it to a lawyer if you want. But you've got to have some of the stuff in place in order to protect yourself in the first place. And that's what we're going to be talking about over the next several weeks. So you know that you can go and download my ultimate guide to um, keeping copycats off your content. Um, that link is in the description of the show notes. Um, it should be on my website now. And you have access to that. It's an incredible guide that I've put together for you to go through all of the steps that you need to take to actually protect your content and be able to do something about it, even if this happens to you, right? It's really important. You need to learn the basics of content sharing for yourself. That's really important. Um, I would go back and listen to On Your Terms episode 19. That's where I teach you how to legally share other people's content because in learning how to legally share other people's content, you will, in doing so, you will learn how people can share yours. So it's really important that you do that. You obviously want to take the steps that you can to protect your content. And I walk that, I walk you through that in that free guide that I have for you in, in the show notes. Um, and then you want to know what steps to take even if somebody does steal from you and have an SOP in place as early as you can um, so that you know exactly what steps to take if somebody copies you or if somebody's just getting a little too close for comfort and you want to start monitoring them. There are all kinds of things. So download the ultimate guide to taking down copycats in the show notes. Listen to the podcast over the next several weeks. I've got every single episode coming for you about teaching you how to use the different 
trademark and copyright symbols, what's the difference between stealing and mimicking, um, what to do when somebody actually steals your content. I'll teach you the exact steps. I have so many great episodes coming up for you, and I've baking up something really big for you that drops in about two weeks that you're wanting, you're going to want to keep your eyes out for. If this is something you're interested in, if this is something that you want to take these steps to protect this content and be able to do something about it, but you don't know how, or you've only found things that were really expensive, you want to keep your eyes peeled. I've got something huge for you dropping on June 1st. So definitely stick around. All right. So I'll drop those links in the show notes to the ultimate guide to taking down copycats. That's my new free resource. I give you little to-do list in every single section. It's perfect. Um, and then episode 19 of my podcast, you're going to want to listen to because that's where I teach you how to legally share other people's content. With that, I'll see you next week where we'll ta- be talking about what's the deal with all the symbols, trademark, copyright, all that good stuff. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderweelen.com slash podcast. You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderweelen.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderweelen and send me a DM to say hi. Just remember that although I am a attorney, I am not your attorney and I am not offering you legal advice in today's episode. This episode and all of my episodes are informational and educational only. It is not a substitute for seeking out your own advice from your own lawyer. And please keep in mind that I can't offer you legal advice. I don't ever offer any legal services, but I think I offer some pretty good information.